Welcome to the Latinos in Real Estate Investing Podcast, the top information hub for real estate investors and entrepreneurs within the Latino community. Join us on our journey as the host, Martin Perdomo, the elite strategist, talks about how ordinary people can become extraordinary with the power of real estate investing. Here, he and his guests share their expert knowledge on how to create wealth through real estate investing, the mindset required to become a millionaire, and what it takes to master the craft. Hey guys, this is Martin Perdomo, the elite strategist on Latinos and Real Estate Investing Podcast. And today my guest is Zveta Melchuk. Did I say your last name right? Yes, you did. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. perfect. And Svelta is a professional home stager in Montreal, Canada. She founded home staging business in 2006 and has worked with hundreds of home sellers and real estate investors to help them sell their properties quickly and profitably. What she didn't include in here is that her and her husband are also real estate investors and flippers. Her husband is a contractor. So she has she has a, a, a ton of information from two different perspectives as an investor and as a home stager. Welcome, Sveta. Thank you for being here. Sveta is from Russia, so she told me she's from Russia. But I've lived in Canada for a long time, and thank you, Martin, for having me. Thank you. Thank you for he- for being here. Uh, Sveta, my first question is, first, tell us a little bit about you, because I know that I didn't do you any justice. Tell us who you are. Tell us a little bit more about you, who you are, where you're from, and Okay, so I, I live in Montreal, Canada, and um, I had a... City, by the way, I went sorry. there, beautiful city, by the way, I went Thank to you. Montreal 2004 with my wife. Yeah, but it's beautiful. cold, it's cold in the winter, so... Cold, but it's a very clean city, very, very, very clean, very. you're right, and it's very European flair, a lot of people like it for that, but I prefer Dominican Republic, as a matter of fact, as you already know. Yes. So, um, so basically, I have, I come from a completely different background, I come from information technology background, but... I kind of discovered home staging concept accidentally in uh, 2005 on TV. And um, I realized very quickly that it was an amazing service and it was a win-win situation for everybody involved because to me, it just made so much sense that I actually started my own business in 2006, which at that time, pretty much nobody in Montreal was aware of it. Nobody knew what it was, but it was already going very strong in some parts of the U.S., particularly the West Coast and uh, Western Canada as well. The concept actually comes from um, Washington area, uh, uh, Seattle, where a real estate agent about 30 years ago now, 35 years ago, it's nothing new. She uh, had an interior design background. She was also a realtor. And she realized very quickly that houses that were looking good, that were well-maintained, that were well-decorated, that they were selling much faster and for a higher price than similar you know, unstaged houses. So that's what she started doing with all her listings. And she's the one who coined the term home staging. Her name is Barbara Schwartz. So that's where they originally the concept started. And then it propagated pretty much everywhere in the United States and in Canada. And now I have clients from all over the world, including, you know, Australia and uh, Europe as well. That's so- awesome. Yeah. So basically the, uh, the home staging, uh, what it allows people to do is to visualize 
what a house should look like and not what it looks like. And unfortunately, over 90% of people are not able to visualize the spaces the way they should be. So we create, I call it the wow factor. That is what we create. So we're magicians. Mm, that's a great way to put it. You know, my, so we're flippers, right? So we, my primary strategy as an investor is we do three things. We wholesale, we buy, fix, and flip, and we buy and hold long-term for cash flow. Um, and when we flip, my wife is my designer. My wife is the color. Uh, we're doing this. We're coloring this. We're doing that. And she has an eye for that. And she always tells me people don't have, uh, they cannot, they have a hard time visualizing an empty space. Although we've right. never homestaged, we have not homestaged yet. You will now after well, talking well, to me. After talking to you, yeah, absolutely. And we, we've, we've toyed around with the idea, and I'm kind of embarrassed to say that we've never homestaged. Our last flip, we wanted to, it took us a little longer than we wanted to sell that property. And I believe it's because of that. I really believe it's because of an empty house, right? So tell us, tell us something. What exactly is homestaging and how does it benefit sellers and investors? So you told us what homestaging is, but how does that benefit an investor seller or a seller? Maybe someone's out there listening and they want to sell their house. How does that, what if someone, let me ask you this. What if I want to sell my personal residence, right? Yep. Just kind of a little bit on the side of, from investors. And you come to my house and you see my furniture and it might be a little dated, right? And maybe my, my cabinets are a little older. Yeah. Do you advise for a home staging company to come in and stage it? If Well, uh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, I sold my brick and mortar business uh, a year ago. And uh, I now founded an online home staging services and educational company called homestagingstepbystep.com, where I provide... Uh, advice and uh, home staging online services so and uh, a course I have courses for home sellers who want to do it themselves so there's two different you touched exactly on two different uh, types of people so there are people who will be selling their own home and chances are they're living in, in that home so staging techniques that we use for people who live in the house are a lot different because we have to deal with what you already own. As you mentioned, you know, if you have your own furniture or maybe you know, the paint colors that are outdated, maybe it's cluttered, you have kids, you might have pets. So we have specific set of techniques mm. and this is exactly what my company does. And I do it online and it works very, very well. So that's why I mentioned that I have clients all over the world because with today's technology, I don't necessarily need to go into people's uh, personal space, especially with the pandemic. A lot of people, you know, have problem with that. So now everything is done online. It's a, uh, with Zoom. It's an online walkthrough where I tell people what they need to do, how they need to increase the value of their house. And it actually really works. It's a little bit of effort. It's a little bit maybe potentially some investment in some repairs and fixes and decluttering and cleaning. But there's a specific set of techniques that uh, it's very accessible, very affordable to any home seller. And then what happens when your realtor comes to see your house, um, it kind of really makes sense that a house that, as I mentioned before, that's well-maintained, that is updated, that looks spacious, that looks uh, well-lit, obviously that house is going to get a higher marking from the realtor. So chances are it's going to be listed at a, a little bit of a higher price and it will probably be above the competition in your area. So it will sell quicker and you will make more money on it. 
Now, for somebody who, who is flipping houses, like my husband and I, we've done about 10 flips uh, so far. And I told you, we just bought our new, another house that's coming up in October for us. So I'm very excited about that because I'm like your wife. I love doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really love it. But of course, you know, you also have to keep it on a tight budget. So in my home staging business, I worked for many years, about half, I would say about 50% of my clients were real estate investors. So I did hundreds of literally hundreds of vacant home stagings. And I had a huge inventory. I had a warehouse where I could, um, at one point I had about 12 houses I could stage simultaneously, but it's a huge undertaking. And what I always told the investors is that when you budget your, your, your renovations, when you budget your project, you should definitely budget a sum for staging. And it's super important. So if you budget it from, from, the, from the front end and you include it in your costs, it will definitely help you sell faster. So this is the two things that home staging does. You know, it helps you sell your house faster and it helps you sell your house for more money. Now, if you want me to explain the reasons why, I, I'll explain the reasons why. Would yeah, you like to know? I, I do, but I have some questions before you go into oh. the reasons why because we, you gave us a lot of information. So I want to I unpack some of that information you just gave you just gave us. So, thank you by the way. So, okay, so I'm a seller and you have you said you have all these online courses and you do your stuff virtually now. So, let's just say I'm an investor. Walk me through how this process would look like and give me an idea of what the cost would be. So, I'm a, I have a property and okay, we finished the job. We finished it. I'm here in Pennsylvania. And now I call you, Sveta, and I'm like, okay, dear, I, I, I finished this thing. You said uh, through Zoom, tell me how that process looks like. Can you walk my listeners and myself through what that process would look yeah, like? For absolutely. Us? So for uh, lived-in homes or occupied homes, as we call them. Let's say a flip for now. Let's yeah, just say for flip. the flip, it's a little bit more complicated because... What I can do online is I can do a walkthrough of a vacant home with the uh, investor and I can help make a plan. Basically, it's a design plan of what furniture is required because it's not only furniture, it's also you need to accessorize. Now, I am of a very minimalistic mindset and I treat my client's money as if it were my own. So I don't think that it's necessary to to do the whole house because renting furniture or getting furniture, I'm going to explain different ways that a person can source that furniture. Um, it, It could be a little bit expensive. So... We've always find ways of minimizing, uh, you know, the investor's expenses because that's what they want. And uh, I always say that you need to focus on at least the main rooms. So usually it involves the entrance, the living room, the dining room and a master bedroom. And then you accessorize the kitchen and a bathroom. So if you do, if you take care of these rooms, usually it's sufficient unless you have a specific room, which is a problematic So it could be, for example, a very small room and people will not going to be able to see or imagine what that room should be like. So you could stage it as an office, you could stage it as a kid's room or a baby's room. So you have to get creative if, uh, if you have a problematic room. And that can be, you know, I can discuss it with people on one on one basis. That's why. I can give them a plan and an advice on what furniture and what accessories 
need need to be put into that house. Once that's done, then there's a question of how we're going to source it. So for sourcing, there's different possibilities. Depending on where your, you know, your listeners are, they can look around and they can see what home staging companies are in their area. Usually it's within an hour's drive, let's say. And uh, then they can get a quote. I always recommend to get a couple of companies to come in and give you a quote. And if you have a specific plan, then you can just give them a list of what we already decided and they, they'll just price it out. So okay. on, on average, yes? Yeah, I just want to make sure. I want to make sure. So, so you kind of will coach me through it a little bit. You'll say, Martin, you need to do this, this, and this, and that. I'll just make a plan. I'll tell you in the bedroom, we need to put a queen-size bed with two side tables. We need two Got lamps. It. We need a dresser. We need an area rug. We need an artwork. So basically, I'll build a list. Perfect. Of what you need at the minimum. And then with that list, you know, your your investor could go to a couple of home staging companies and say, this is what I want. Now tell me how much it's going to cost. Now, the problem with the home staging industry is that uh, there's no standard. And every company has their own rules. Every company charges their own rates. Some companies charge uh, rental by the month. Some companies charge rental for a minimum of two or three months. Some companies will charge you, obviously, to come in. So they come in with the truck, and they usually spend a day or two days, and they install everything for you. So they make it look pretty. They bring what everything. They bring accessories. They bring furniture. They bring artwork, plants, whatever is needed. They'll set it all up in the house. And then you just need to make sure, your listeners need to make sure that they understand the terms of the contract and it's okay with them because as I said, prices can, it can be a little pricey depending also on the, in the area. Like people in California, for example, I, I, and I heard they can spend five to $10,000 easily wow. on staging. But then also if you have a million dollar home, it's different than if you're selling it to $150,000 home, right? So everything has to be proportional. And that's why my service, like I, I was dealing with somebody, actually, I believe she's in Pennsylvania, and she was telling me that her stager on average charges five to $10,000, which I find excessive personally. But it all depends on how much furniture goes in and for how long. So usually there is a setup fee, which is fixed. It could be around couple of thousand dollars, I would say, but it's very regional. So I would recommend for people to do their own search. And mm-hmm. then it could be monthly rental, of maybe between a thousand and two thousand dollars per month. So there is a budget, I would say, if you want like a number, I would just throw a number out. I would say between to be on the safe side between five and ten thousand dollars that should be put aside for staging uh, a vacant home. Okay, depending, of course, regionally. Um, and then my next question is, what kind of stats do you have uh, as to how staging, if you have any, uh, how staging helps and improves, increases the value, right? For us investor, more importantly, is how fast we can sell that. that exactly. That, that Speed, as you know, as an investor, from one investor to the other, every day we hold that house and it's vacant and we're paying taxes, we're paying insurance, yeah. it's costing us money. Costing us money, yeah. Yeah, so... Do you have any, in your industry, is there any statistics or any stats like that that show that when you stage a home, and, I've, and I know that, I know there is some, I've heard of some, uh, but do you have anything you can share with the listeners? Yeah, myself? definitely. So um, as I was mentioning to you, to have a real mathematical statistics is uh, not easy because again, it depends uh, on where 
the house is. So regionally, it depends on the market. So there are some places right now in the United States where the market is extremely hot. And so everything sells like hotcakes, you know, within 24 hours. And then, for example, yesterday I was talking to uh, somebody who she's in Las Vegas and she was telling me that it's a disaster in Las Vegas. The market is is down. Everything is going down. Everything's crashed because it's all based on, you know, entertainment industry, which obviously is not good. Everything's gone. So she's literally afraid of not being able to sell her house at all for even for the price of whatever her mortgage is. So it, it's very, so every person, wherever you are, you know, you have to look at um, the value of your house. In general, we say that home staging should represent approximately 1% of the market value, but it's, it's a very, you know, it's a number that kind of not, not very superficial to me. I think it's a case by case. But to answer your question about the statistics, the National Association of Realtors in the United States have been running a surveys in the last few years, I think maybe since 2016. Uh, the last survey that I saw dates from a year ago because usually this year they didn't do one because of the pandemic. And the way they work is they interview 2,500 realtors all over the United States and they ask them based on those realtors' statistics and historical data that they see in their areas of expertise, what, how do they see the home staging influencing the time, time frame or how long it takes to sell the house and the price? So, of course, again, it varies from house to house. But in general, what I can share is that it seems that the realtors are, are convinced that Staging a house can save as much as 50% of the time in terms of the selling time. And people will are willing to pay as much as 10% more for well-staged homes. And that, and that makes sense because it's very psychological. Everything we do is based on emotions. We create, we create a lifestyle. We create an emotion. And people, as you know, people buy emotionally, right? And that's why people are willing to pay more for, for brand new renovated houses because it's an emotion. It looks nice. It looks clean. It looks new. So the benefit really to, to real estate investors is that also there's one little thing that I want to mention, mention is that when a house is staged, people don't focus so much on what's around. Namely, if you have small defects, you know, like if a house is vacant, what people actually see, they have nothing to look at, right? So they start looking at the floors, at the walls, at the ceiling, and they start noticing any little imperfections. When the house is nicely staged, they focus more on the look, on the general look, on the furniture. And that's why it's also a very big advantage. Not that you're trying to hide anything, but you just want to focus on the beauty of the house and instead of the you know little details that is that is so important that is such a big deal you know being real estate investors we know inspections and things like that people can especially first-time homeowners they can be very nitpicky uh, at times they want you know sometimes they think it's new construction it's not it's you know it's not new construction it's a play but it's not new construction so my next question is should someone hire uh, someone like yourself or, sh- or or a home staging company or should someone do it themselves? What is your Very thought? Very good question. 
A really, really good question. I'm really glad you, you brought it up. Mm-hmm. So uh, it can go both ways, okay? I think, of course, if me being a home stager, I'm biased. I'm going to tell you that they should, they should hire someone at least to give them the initial advice on, on you know, whether we should put a queen-size bed or a king-size bed or whether this room should be staged as an office versus uh, a baby bedroom, things like that. Now, I've seen investors uh, who do it themselves, and uh, when we were talking before about ha- uh, hiring a home staging company, that is probably the easiest way because that's where you get the, mo- the least, least involvement. You just outsource it to somebody else. You don't have to do anything, but you also pay more. If you wanted to do it yourself, there are other ways to do it. Now, I don't want to be, you know, you have to have somebody who's got good taste. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, so yeah. I've seen, I've seen some investors uh, who, you know, put brown, dark brown cabinet, kitchen cabinets in. I mean, it's, it's out, right? Don't do that. So if you have someone on your team who, 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 who's got good taste and then they have a, a staging plan, let's say from me, then you can go and source the furniture. So there are other ways. You can buy used furniture. I've seen a lot of people who want to save money. They just go and purchase it on, uh, you know, use the furniture websites. It's, it requires a little bit more time, a little bit more effort, but you'll be saving a lot of money. So you can go source the furniture that way. You can maybe borrow furniture from friends and family if it's nice furniture. Mm -hmm. And you can even um, bring stuff from your own house. I've seen people do that. I've done it myself when I was first starting and I really had no money. And I was a single mom with two daughters, no financial support from my ex-husband. And I was starting my business. I basically lied my way through the first client and I took my own living room furniture set and brought it over to stage a client's uh, living room. The funny thing was that I never realized that it was going to take a while because he ended up having some issues which had nothing to do with, it was uh, more of zoning issues or permits issues. So the house ended up being on the market for much longer than we wanted. So I thought that, you know, my furniture would be back in a month and it took six months. So basically I lived, I lived without furniture for six months, but that allowed me to start my business. So, so yeah, of course there are, there are ways of uh, doing it yourself. I'm all for it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And you shared a lot of really, really good information. Is there anything else that you think that we should know as investors about your business before we, before we wrap it up? Anything else that you think is important that we should know as investors or just someone trying to sell their house uh, about home staging? Well, I obviously I'm a total believer in home staging and so are a lot of other people because the benefits are absolutely obvious. And uh, I basically educate everyone on the reasons why they should somehow stage their house. So everybody can do it in a different way. So I would say in the least, whatever you are, whether you are a flipper or you're a home seller, do your research look around. You can check out my website, homestagingstepbystep.com. I have an amazing Facebook group for motivated home sellers who want to do it themselves. Uh, So I can be found on Facebook under homestagingstepbystep staging uh, step, step by step as well. And I provide a lot of uh, free resources. So I would just say to people, you know, pay attention to home staging. And if you are an investor, 
try to do your research, look around, uh, budget things, talk to me. And if you can afford it, then it's a huge, huge plus for you to put this extra, a little bit of an extra budget because it's going to save you a lot of time and it's going to make you a lot of extra money at the end. Time is money. So people want to get a hold of you. I just want to make sure. That was my next question. It's homestagingstepbystep.com. And you have a Facebook group, and that's Homestaging Step-by-Step. That I have. Well, it's my Facebook page. Facebook, They can just find me on Facebook under Homestaging Step-by-Step. And from okay. there, they can click and join my free Facebook group if they want. Fantastic. So is there an email or someone wants to – oh, your courses. Where can someone get your courses so to the, uh, learn how to do this stuff? Yeah, the, the best – the easiest way is probably just through my website, homestagingstepbystep.com, and they can connect with me, and I'll provide the links. So I have courses for motivated home sellers who want to do it themselves. And I have courses for a full academy, which involves me doing one-on-one coaching with them. That's fantastic. Is there a phone number or just through the website is the best way? I can give you the phone number, which is 1-514-235-7711 or WhatsApp. So that's 514-235-7711. Correct. Perfect. Thank you so much, Feta. I learned a ton from you. This is what I love about this podcast, about my podcast is that I get to learn so much from so many different people in different industries. Thank you so much. I want to thank you for having me. And I really hope that we'll talk for your next flip. I won't let you get away without staging now. Yeah, absolutely. We're actually working on something now. So uh, we we made an offer on something. We're waiting for it to come back. We will see what happens. But I definitely will talk to you. My wife and I have talked about staging. She got on me about our last flip, like I shared earlier. She said we would have sold that house and... I know it took us four months or something to close on it, which is relatively quick. Long. It's not that long. Yeah, but, but it's, it's long. long. But for us as a flippers, that's yeah, an eternity. Yeah, right? you want to sell it in one week. Yeah, we want to go quick. So uh she we you know, we always do this thing that every time we do a flip or we buy, we always sit down and we evaluate what did we learn, what was our lesson, how can we get better next time? And one of our lessons was Maybe we should have, if we would have staged this, we would have gotten it sold quicker. And that was definitely one of the things that we we uh, came to a conclusion on. And we'll definitely be talking to you Sveta, uh, on doing that for us. So, guys, thank you for listening. If you guys want to get a hold of Sveta, all of her information will be on the links for the show. And uh, we'll see you soon. Sveta, we'll do this again soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Latinos in Real Estate Investing podcast, the top information hub for real estate investors and entrepreneurs within the Latino community. If you like to invest passively in real estate with our group, please email martin at premierridgecapital.com.